Hello and welcome to the Knit British podcast. Knit British supports wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK. I'm your host Louise Scully. On today's episode I have an interview with Cathy Scott from Stitch Mastery and she's going to tell us all about her new knitters app, an exciting tool that every knitter is going to want. I also have a preview of Podcast Lounge at Edinburgh Yarn Festival which is happening next Saturday and Sunday and have an exclusive preview events from the organisers. As well as all that, I have a lovely little gift for Knitbushers listeners, courtesy of Blacker Yarns. So, as always, grab a whip, grab a drink, and let's go with episode 24. Welcome back, just mere days since last time. Thank you so much very much for joining me today. Uh, The excitement of Edinburgh Yarn Festival is at fever pitch because it is fastly approaching. Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th. So cue all the whoops and cheers and squeals. Just about lost my voice doing because a little bit later in the show you'll hear a preview from Mika, one of the organisers of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival and she tells uh, a lot of things that I haven't heard about yet which were really thrillingly exciting and I squealed so loudly that my other half came running down the stairs to make sure I was okay. <laughs> Without too much of ado and preamble I want to get cracking with this episode so let's get going. First up is Stitch Mastery's Cathy Scott. She and I had a chat last week about the new Knitters app that she's designing. For those of you not aware of what Stitch Mastery is, it's knitting chart design software with an extensive stitch symbol dictionary to make the layout of your designs and the creation of charts a breeze and look really professional. I met Cathy when I was in Edinburgh recently and she showed me a demo of the new Knitters app that she's designing and it's really, really exciting. So now Cathy is going to be coming to the to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival and she's going to come into the podcast lounge from three till four on Saturday and she's going to be holding demos of this. But before I go too much into that, I will let you listen to the short interview I did with Cathy last week. Now, I must apologise because... At the pre-arranged time of Cathy and I's chat, there was somebody outside digging up the bloody road. And I, you can hear a little bit of road scraping in the background, so I do apologise about that. There was absolutely nothing that could be done um, to stop it, uh, unfortunately. Although I think the local authority could have had a bit more respect, considering I was recording, but never mind. <laughs> Cathy Scott of Stitch Matthew, welcome to Knit British. Hello, yes. It's lovely to have you yes. from sunny Edinburgh. Yes. <laughs> well, let's get to talking about Stitch Mastery. Do you want to sort of give a little bit of background and tell people about what Stitch Mastery is if they don't already know? Okay, so I created Stitch Mastery, which is a software program that runs on Windows and Mac and Linux to create knitting charts. So it's a, it's a graphical editor, so it works by dragging and dropping and doing it all graphically as an image. And it creates these beautiful knitting charts. And I'm biased. <laughs> I published it in 2011. Seems ages ago now, so coming up for four years ago, nearly. Yeah, it's really taken off. Uh, it's used by a lot of knitwear designers. It's used by Nitty, so they've used it for all their charts ever since 2011. 
and it now use it for all their charts as well. A lot of books as well published using it. This, is this your background? Is this I'm what you've always... Engineer. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a knitter and I have been for decades and I'm also a software engineer and I could see the software programs that were available at that time to create knitting charts and I realised I could do better, so that's what I did and um, I just played around and thought actually I think I really have got something I could publish here and it was it was actually quite well received, uh, so just gone from there. You have had quite a lot of people asking you about sort of the next generation of yeah. Stitch Mastery, haven't you? Yeah, so so it's available as I said on on Mac and Windows and Linux, and I've had people ask me, oh, you know, could you could you do it for iOS or could you do it for Android? Because I like to do some of my designing on the go, and I don't always have my laptop with me. Could you do an iOS version? And um, I did think about it. I, I've given it some really serious thought as to whether I should do that. There are a few iOS apps already for designing things, and I, I'm not convinced that that they're worth the effort. That they're worth the design effort for me to for me to to create an iOS design app. So much work. So much work. There's a lot of code in Stitch Mastery as it is, and for me to try and create that on an iOS app would be so much work that it, I don't think there's enough demand to make it worthwhile. And presumably it would be a lot of expense as well for you to produce that on that at that level. So for me to produce it on that level it would, it would take more more hours of work than it did. It just would not be feasible, it would not be financially, it wouldn't be a business decision that would be worthwhile. Although there is some demand for it, I don't think there's enough. But having said that, you know, people were asking about it, so I, I started thinking a bit more about it and thought, what could I do with this? Because there's obviously some demand. And it got me to thinking, well, maybe I should, you know, trim it right down, take out all the fancy features that are in the sort of current Stitch Master and trim it right down to produce a really basic app for iOS. Would that work? And kind of I took that to an extreme and thought, well, actually, maybe I've got something here, maybe I could do this. And that's where the idea for this app came from, because what I got to thinking about was, actually, there probably aren't that many people who are designers who want the full-blown thing on an iOS. A lot of knitters who do like to mess with the chart a little bit, you know, maybe they don't actually need to create the chart from scratch, but they've got a chart in a pattern, and maybe they like to maybe change it just to suit their needs, just for knitting that pattern. Maybe little things that they would like to change about a chart. And that's where I got to thinking about this app, but that's what this software does. This software can take an existing chart in a pattern. So the chart comes out of Stitch Mastery, and um, so there will be a new format um, on the Stitch Mastery platform when the designer is creating their, their pattern and the chart. They will export a, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to call it yet, but it will be something like a smart chart or a mm -hmm. chart format that will be exported. And then there will be some tools to help get that into the pattern. So the pattern will come with this special chart in it. That pattern is opened up on the app. Now the app that I'm doing at the moment will be iOS. Um, so when it's opened up in this software, on the, on, the, on the iPad or the iPhone, it'll find that special chart and you'll be able to do things with it that you couldn't do with any other chart. And those sort of things I'm really quite excited about. <laughs> Can you imagine that you know, you've bought your PDF and you bought it from on Ravelry or something and you've loaded it into here? And I know there are some knitters who, who kind of like to colour code. So for example, if you're looking at a lace chart and maybe some people it's all squiggles and symbols all over the place and I know that some people like to, to colour code um, so this is me trying to solve problems that I know knitters have and thinking well actually that would be really easy to do so if you had the smart chart 
You could, for example, press the knit two together that's in the key and say, I want that all those knit two togethers to be blue. And you just press the knit two together and you select the blue that you want. And hey presto, all the knit two togethers that are in the, that chart would be colour blue. So they would stand out. And then you could do the same with your SSKs and they could be yellow, for example. And you've colour coded your chart and you've done it with like two or three taps of, of, of your finger. So minimal effort and you've got your chart colour coded. That's awesome. Yeah, right, okay. But it gets better because you could then say, okay, I like those colours. Could you do that with all the charts from now on? Could you save those colours for me? So then the next time that you open up a lace chart, it will say, oh, I remember, Louise liked her knit two togethers blue and her SSK's yellow. We'll just do that for her. And it will automatically do it. So it remembers your preferences it's each it. time. Yeah, so, you know, and then, you know, maybe next time you open up a cable chart and you haven't colour-coded that yet because the first time you've written there, but then, you know, you go away and you're, your left cross this is that colour and your right cross is that colour. And, and gradually you'll build up a library of all these colours and the stitches and you'll remember them. It will, the software will remember them and your charts are colour-coded for you. That's brilliant because I, I mean, I don't know about other knitters, but I quite often find, especially cable symbols, I always have to go back and read them. I can never remember which direction is which stitch or which technique. So being able to colour-code it and go, that cable right or a cable left. It's a fantastic idea. But, but then the other thing I think with cables as well, it's, it's, you know, there's so many different cable stitches out there. I mean, I've, I've just finished knitting one of Lucy Haig's cable shawls, a Celtic shawl. Mm. And, you know, she, she's really inventive with her cable stitches. She's got beautiful patterns. So there's always new cable stitches, but you really do need to go and look for the key for some of these, just to double check what does that one mean? Because some of them are a bit unusual. Yeah. Wouldn't it be good? This is another thing you could do. Wouldn't it be good if you could just press that symbol and actually have it come up, not just give you what's in the key, but say to you, oh yes, well this one, you put two stitches on the cable needle, put it to the back, you then you do a yarn over and then you do this and so on. And it'll actually give you right there and then with one press of your, your, your finger the explanation for it. You don't have to go anywhere. It's all on the chart if you're working away and you've just got it to hand for one touch. That's another feature that um, I'd like to put in. It, that's the sort of thing that you can do. The other thing that really excites me is the fact that you can change the colours in colour work charts to suit your own needs as well. Now, this is something that, see, I don't do colour coding. Kind of, you know, that, that, that I know other people do, and that's fine. This is something that I would really like to do is colour code. For example, you know, you've got a hat pattern. Maybe it's only got two colours on it, and, and that's fine. And the chart looks very pretty, and you can work away from that if you've got the colours that kind of match what's in the chart but suppose you had one where I don't know maybe we had a dark background and you have the light pattern on it so you've got light on dark mm -hmm. maybe you decide you know actually quite fancy doing the colors the other way around wouldn't it be really cool if you could just reverse them in the software and then knit from your reverse chart just to make it easy for you the fact that, that you can edit it for your own personal needs. I mean, I think as well it's going to be really good for anybody who finds it hard even reading charts that are black or white. Yeah. You know, some, some people need to have different colours to be able to process patterns. So, so even on that level, it's utterly fantastic. But the fact that I could go to the wool brokers and, and buy all the colours I wanted and find the colour to match up my colour chart and, and make it personalised is utterly fantastic and really it's, this is going to revolutionise a lot of knitters' skills. I mean there's lots of people who, who are frightened of charts, steer clear of charts because they find them they're not in a, in a format that they can easily process but you've really 
hit the nail on the head with that, haven't you? I think so. I think that really, of course, we've spoken about editing. You can, you know, you can edit the colours and change them around. But one of the other things that you can do is kind of go into knitting mode so that as you knit from the chart, you can highlight the row that you're knitting on and the software will remember it. So if you um, leave it and close down the app and then come back to it a day later, it'll be highlighted on the row that you left it on. If it's anything like when I'm working on charts, I have bits of post-it notes stuck on the rows and <laughs> that's a really excellent idea to be able to they'll just remember where you were last, yeah. your last row. Yeah. Can it be can you zoom in on, on the pattern? Can you zoom in on yeah. like a particular Yeah, one of the one of the great things about charts already that are coming out from Stitch Philosophy, one of the formats that you can actually export is is called SVG which is a vector graphic. So a vector graphic is one that you can, you make it larger and larger and larger and it never ever goes blurry. It's not like a bitmapped image, which is made up of little tiny dots. Yeah. The graphics is the opposite to that. So it never gets blurry. So you will be able to zoom and pan um, as much as you like. Uh, that would be a feature on it. I mean, one of the other things as well is that just to sort of reassure designers, I know that designers are using Stitch Mastery, they'll be hearing about it. Many of them will be hearing about that for the first time today as well. So mm -hmm. just to say that, you know, copyright of designers is something I take very seriously and protecting that. So when they put an interactive chart into a, into a design, into a pattern, and then release that, the user who's got the app and is using the, has got the pattern and they're using the app to kind of customize the chart for them, they are only customizing it just for their own use they're not actually changing the pdf they're not changing the pattern that's published or anything they're really just they're taking a little copy of it and coloring it and customizing it for their own use only and it can't be then shared with other people so just to be assured designers you know copyright a thought of that and uh, it, i think it's very important to protect that and make sure you know users are not using this to update a pdf or anything like that their copyright is retained but at the same time any modifications we would make ourselves anyway you know change colors and things and we're not sharing that with anyone it's our, yeah. our own editing preferences i guess yeah it, it's a bit like somebody sort of you know having a pdf right now uh, maybe there's a color work chart maybe they print it off in black and white and then use coloring pencils on it to color it so it's, it's kind of like that. I'm coming to the end of the Yarn Festival. I'm going to have a demo. None of the features that I've, I've like come up with so far are set in stone. I'm, I'm really of the philosophy of user feedback, you know, tell the user what's important with the features. And then I've come up with all these great ideas. And I think they're fantastic, but I could be totally wrong. You know, I could be sitting here in cloud fairyland. Um, so one, one of the things I'm really excited about is coming to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival with a prototype. It's not going to be the finished article. It's going to be a little rough around the edges. <laughs> I will be showing it to knitters and saying, you know, do you think about this? Will this be useful? Would you like this? And, you know, if they turn around and tell me I've done a load of rubbish, that's fine. I won't bother with that feature. But I don't think I don't think you're going to have that problem, Cathy. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so I will be coming with a demo to, to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival and sitting down with real knitters and just, you know, just to make sure that this is really what people want. Target in on those features that those knitters tell me that I re they really, really would like. As I said before, there are people who are frightened of, of charts, uh, lace charts or cable and charts and definitely colour work. I know that. 
<laughs> myself. <laughs> um, so from a designer's point of view, this is going to introduce people to some designers who maybe only work in charts that they've maybe avoided before. So it's going to work both ways, isn't it? It's going to be a good boon for the designer as well. But, I think so. Um, I hope so, yeah. I'm looking forward to, to there'll be quite a few of the designers that, that use Stitch Maps at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, so I'm looking at, at showing it to them as well. There's no better place for a bit of market research than Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> And you're gonna be, we're going to get you to come into the podcast lounge as well. Yeah, and... podcast lounge. I'm so, what a great idea. I'm to it. <laughs> I can't wait, although uh, it's getting scarily close now. I mean, really, 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 really exciting. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to getting you into the podcast lounge. Do you know when it might be available? I, I really don't want to put a date on it yet. As I said, I'm coming with the really rough prototype to the, to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival because... I'm just of the mind that I I want to issue a good product. I want to get it out as soon as I can because I know that people want it, but I want to be sure that I've picked the right features. As soon as I publish it, of course, I'll get loads more feedback, but, you know, I haven't even picked a name for it yet. (laughs) (laughs) You know what people like about their gadgetry these days? And everyone, they don't have an iPad, they have an Android or something, and they already look at Ravelry on our iPads and we look at all all these different things that we can do, Knitbot, there's an app for everything. So the fact that there's a practical app that people can use and really revolutionise their own knitting is is really amazing. And I think that it's something that everyone will be very excited yeah. about. Cathy, thank you very much for coming on Knit British to talk about your new software. And just going to be so exciting. Knitters out there, I know, will be pricking up their ears going, did she say an app? <laughs> Anybody who's going to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival should definitely drop in to the podcast lounge because we're going to have you in there on Saturday afternoon um, to see a demo of it working and give your feedback to Cathy. Okay, that's great. Thank you, Louise. Thank you for having me on Knit British. I think you'll agree that that app sounds really quite exciting. As I said in our chat there, we all love our gadgetry and like to be able to do things on the go. So the fact that you can have this on your phone or iPad is really, really exciting. It has a name now. It is called Knit Mastery, which is just the perfect addition to Stitch Mastery. If you're coming to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, please do pop in on Saturday from 3 to 4 and see it in action. Let's just go through some of those features again. So it tracks your knitting. So it remembers which line you were on the last time you were in the app. You can highlight your stitches to be a certain colour. I often find um, the backslash and the forward slash, I always get them mixed up so it would be quite good if your backslash is SSK to have that highlighted one colour and it will remember that. If you're not sure what a symbol means you can tap on it and it will come up and tell you. You can change your your colours to match your project or suit your own preference if you have trouble uh, processing black on white. The charts are vector graphics, so you'll be able to zoom in and pan as much as you want without blurring. And when I spoke with Cathy in Edinburgh, there are quite a lot of other features that can be updated into this app. So I think if this, when this app goes live, it's the kind of thing that will be evolving all the time because as the feedback comes back and knitters look for more features, there will be more features that will that will come out of that. It's sort of revolutionising how we knit 
and how we, you know, these are all the things that we, all, we may already do, as, as Kathy said, colouring in charts or highlighting certain symbols uh, throughout a pattern with a highlighter before we knit it because we know we get commonly confused with those and have to refer to the key if we don't mark it out. I think it's really exciting and I am sure that you do too and and do uh, tune back in to Knit British when Kathy launches that software because you you bet that you can bet that we're going to have a front seat for that. So if you're interested at all in Knit Mastery, there is a website. There's nothing on it at the moment, but you, if you want to add this to your uh, links to keep updated, the website will be www.knitmasteryapp.com. That's knitmasteryapp, all one word, dot com. So that's for Knit Mastery. If you're interested in the chart design, you'll find all the information at www.stitchmastery.com. Thank you so much to Cathy for coming on Knit British and sharing the information with us. So you heard about it here first, but you will be able to interact with it next at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So she, she'll she be around the Edinburgh Yarn Festival all weekend, but specifically in the podcast lounge from 3 to 4 on Saturday. Thanks so much to Cathy and best of luck with the Knit Mastery app. I can't wait to see it launch. I know I've talked a lot about Podcast Lounge and I know that some of you can't go to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival but you've all been really excited about Podcast Lounge and you've been really supportive of the things that we are doing. So let me talk a little bit about what you can expect to find there. So Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th of March and the podcast lounge is going to be open all weekend for festival goers to sit, knit, chat and meet some of their favourite crafty and yarny podcasters. In addition to that, of course, we're going to have some sessions and events which are lined up. These are free, no booking required, very laid back. Do feel welcome to just drop in, take part, ask questions or just enjoy watching or listening while you take a, a well-earned break. So on Saturday from 1030 you can join Louise Hunt from the Caithness Craft Collective for a blether and the crack. Now, Louise is only at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival for the Saturday. So if you want to see Louise, you will be able to meet at the podcast and meet up later that day. But if you want to talk anything from textile art to the great tapestry of Scotland to anything Caithness, if you listen to Louise's podcast, you know she's all about the blether and the crack. So that is exactly what you can expect from her it's the start of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. It's the first day. You know, maybe everybody's rushing to the stalls or everybody's rushing for their, for their workshop. You might want to take it a bit easier and this would be an, a prime opportunity. It's the whole weekend, guys. So take easy. Grab a cup of coffee and go and join Louise for a blether and the crack in the podcast lounge. At 11.30, you can come and have a feel of British wool with me, of course. We're going to have a wool tasting session. And what this involves is basically squishing lots of samples of uh, yarn, which I have been knitting 
for the last three weeks. Some of them are square, some of them are rectangular, some of them aren't very well knitted at all because I knit them with the cider in me at uh, Pod Retreat. <laughs> but the idea is to just create some tasting notes. You're going to feel the hand squish grab and, and write down what that feels like. Just some just some choice words. It doesn't have to be chapter and verse. It's all about keywords and, and how you feel about the yarn and how the yarn feels in your hand. And we'll have knitted samples and we'll have knitted samples that have been washed and blocked. And we're looking for, for keywords and your sort of overall verdict of that yarn. And, you know, maybe you'll be introduced to some yarns that you've you've maybe strayed away from before because you weren't quite sure about the texture or how it would wear or what it would be useful for. So maybe we'll have a little chat about that. But mostly it's all going to be about the squishing. And something really special about this session if you're interested in British wool is that blacker yarns are pretty much sponsoring this event because they have sent a lot of the yarn for you to taste and review and they've also very kindly given you a discount code so while blacker yarns can't be at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival you will still be able to leave the Edinburgh Yarn Festival with a little bit of blacker This offer is also available to podcast listeners who can't make it to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival and can't make it to the Come and Have a Feel session. If you go to Blacker Yarns and you're doing your shopping on there, once you get to the checkout, you can enter the code KNITBRITISH2015 and that's all one word. And you'll get 15% off, which is fantastic. It's really, really fantastic. Thank you so much to Blacker Yarns for that amazing discount, uh, amazing offer for you Knit British listeners and readers. It's really, really kind of them. And when I heard that Blacker weren't going to be there and I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to do a British wool session because I have lots of British wool. One skeins of British wool mostly came from Blacker, I have to say. And I want, I really, really wanted to do something where people get to interact with that wool and just explore the different textures and when I spoke to Blacker about this and told them that I was going to take a little bit of Blacker to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival with me they were so kind and generous in offering that discount code to you so please use that you can use that I think it's till the end of May you can only use it once per customer but how fantastic is that so come along to the come and have a feel session and you'll get a little blacker flyer and that code will be on it if you've forgotten it but knit british listeners you are not discounted those of you who can't go to the Edinburgh yarn festival you get to use that discount offer too unbelievable thank you so much again to them so that's from 11.30 on Saturday. From 12.30 to 2pm, we're having the podcast and meetup and the Q&A. Now, this is when you can join us for a meet and greet with some of your favourite show hosts. But we're also having the Q&A. So if you've got burning questions about your favourite show or how we produce our shows or you're looking for hints and tips on creating your own show, you can ask us anything. The emphasis here really is is on the laid back uh, while I've called it Q&A and a panel, um, it's very much a laid-back chat and it's just a nice way to open up a discussion about crafty podcasts. So it's just quite a nice opportunity to start talking about things. So you can ask us anything. So that's from tw- from 12.30 to 2pm on the Saturday and the Sunday. We chose this time specifically because it is a time when the morning classes finish 
and before the afternoon classes start and we wanted to have it on both days because some people are going to workshops some people are only coming for one day so we're really looking forward to that who knows we might not you might not ask us any questions and we might just all sit back and drink coffee and have a jolly old good time but uh, (laughs) that's the plan at two o'clock on saturday we've got the shiny bees sock surgery with joe milmine claire devine and kate reed if you listen to the shiny bees podcast you know that this is the year of socks for them and they have been doing a really excellent series on sock knitting so you can drop in with your sock questions or you can just sit and knit on your socks and enjoy the chat or you know you could maybe start knitting socks for the first time so everyone is welcome to drop into that from two till three then at three o'clock we've got Kathy Scott coming in to do her knit mastery demonstration and then from 4.15 we've got the Technique SOS with the podcast lounge Agony Aunt Carol Meldrum and I'm really excited about this. If you have any questions that you want me to ask Carol, if you, even if you can't come to the, the Edinburgh Yarn Festival I'll put it out on the podcast so you can tweet me, you can send me a Ravelry message or whatever, drop me an email uh, with your technique woes or your gauge woes or maybe you just want to brush up on some skills come and ask Carol. So that's the Saturday. Then on Sunday at 10 o'clock we'll be having another little come and have a feel session just in case you missed it on the first day. At 11 o'clock Carrie Westerman is joining me in the podcast lounge and we will be having uh, a laid-back chat about her upcoming projects and see if I can squeeze any exclusives out of her Uh, you might remember if you listened to episode 18 I think it was episode 18 um, we had a really good chat about the authors and artists series of which the Bayat shawl came out after that podcast and has been incredibly successful Um, so she was a bit uh, tight-lipped about her next big project to follow Doggerland so maybe I can get some information out of her on that but come and join us for a chat I will be recording that for the podcast as well as the British Fool sessions you don't have to be recorded you don't have to have your voice recorded or anything like that but do come and join us again 12.30-2pm on the Sunday we're going to have that podcast to meet up and Q&A after that at uh, 2 o'clock Joe Milmine will be hosting an enterprise enabling session now this is an informal session about starting up and running a business in the yarn industry Joe has done business consultancy and project management and can answer any questions you have maybe you've got a vague idea maybe you don't know where to start maybe you're just curious about starting an enterprise but do join in for the chat because I'm sure Joe has a lot to impart. Then following that at 3pm we're going to have Knit Sonic's Sonic Celebration. Now Felix Ford is teaching at Edinburgh Yarn Festival as well as doing book signings but she really wanted to have this session where people bring their favourite knitting objects and knitting memories or memories of their favourite knitting objects so she can record them and then create a sound collage uh, from the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So bring your favourite knitting objects with you if they make some sort of sound uh, all the better because as you know Felix is a lover of all things sound and all things wooly. I think this will be a really lovely session actually so 
Do come along on Sunday afternoon, bring your knitting memories and um, Felix will record them for her sound collage. I just can't wait to hear what that sounds like. And that's going to be happening for the rest of the afternoon from then on in the podcast lounge. We will also be having uh, several other things happening in between these uh, pre-arranged events. For instance, the Geeky Girls have created a crafty photo a day uh, theme for the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Uh, They do this every month. They have different um, prompts uh, for every day of the month. And March's crafty photo a day challenge prompts are all very colourful. But they had a poll for which uh, prompts they should use for the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So day one which is the Saturday the 14th, your Geeky Girl Knit Crafty Photo Day Challenge is shenanigans. You should use the hashtag GGKCraftyPad and take pictures of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival that depict your shenanigans. Tweet them and Instagram them anywhere you can use that hashtag. On Sunday the 15th, the, the prompt is enabling and again you can take any of your enabling pictures uh, in any way shape or form and use that hashtag ggkcraftypad and there will be prizes for this and, and Damaris and Cece will be choosing a winner after the Edinburgh Yarn Festival for uh, these pictures and, and awarding them to the ones I'm not sure if they're going to do it randomly if they're going to pick their favourites but so please do take part in that it's going to be such a lot of fun because there is going to be heaps of shenanigans and heaps of enabling going on and if we can uh, Cece and Damaris are on a stall so their time in the podcast lounge is quite limited but I'd love to get them in at some point on Sunday afternoon maybe just before we finish up on Sunday afternoon and bring their iPad or device and show us some of those uh, some of their favourite pictures under that uh, hashtag I think that would be brilliant uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing to seeing what those are. Also on sun- the Sunday afternoon, having the draw for the door prize. Now I've mentioned this before that we're having a door prize. We have several door prizes now, and I'm sure there will be more. I haven't got them written down, but there is some British wool from me. There is going to be some Tilly Flop cards, Claire Divine, and. Ginger Twist Studios are donating a hat pattern and some yarn. Cece has uh, donated five patterns of the winner's choice. So we'll be having a bit of a giveaway for that. Now, everybody who comes into the podcast lounge will be entitled to one ticket. Free ticket. It's free. It's absolutely free entry. We're giving this away because you're coming into the podcast lounge to visit us and we want to give you a little prize. So come into the podcast lounge. Get us to give you a raffle ticket and uh, put your contact details on it and we'll be doing that draw on Sunday for those various prizes. So what else is happening in the podcast lounge? Well, we are going to have a lounge whip and this is going to be a blanket. Now, spent a bit of time thinking about what would be a suitable whip because we did think we could have knitted a scarf but then we thought, well, what good is that going to do anyone? <laughs> a long knitted scarf. So what we thought we would do is knit a, knit a blanket and use that to be discernible at future podcast meetup events because you've you will have heard me talk about this before that when we went to Yarndale it was really difficult to be allocated a space quite often we have 
podcast and meetups that we just sort of arrange on social media between ourselves and kind of word spreads around and there's always a, a you know a, a bunch of us and but it's always hard to find a dedicated space so we thought it would be really good if we knitted a blanket at Edinburgh Yarn Festival just come along knit a couple of rows everyone knits a row we could hang it up at other events to denote where the podcast and meetup is. So, you know, if we're in, stuck in a cafe, look for the blanket uh, and, and there will be. I'm really pleased to say that West Yorkshire Spinners are sponsoring this lounge whip and have donated us a few balls of yarn, uh, of their, uh, their DK yarn in brand new colours. And uh, I'm really, really, really excited uh, about that. That was just confirmed today so please when you come to the podcast lounge knit a couple of rows on the blanket just knit a couple of rows put your work into it I think it's a really lovely community project the fact that this is the first time that podcasters have been given a dedicated space at a festival to not only you know uh, meet and network with one another but also just be there to meet you lovely listeners and provide some sessions is really unique Uh, it doesn't happen a lot um, at festivals so it's really a lovely idea to knit on this blanket and then we can take it with us to wherever we go again I know I'm in Shetland I might not get at the moment and I might not get to go to a lot of podcast meetups all over the UK but I think it'll be a lovely traveling podcaster um, sort of blanket slash wall hanging. I'm not sure we'll get a blanket knitted over the weekend, but just something that is illustrative of the podcasting and listening community and something that we can be recognised with at um, other events. So thank you so very much to West Yorkshire Spinners for uh, sponsoring that. It's really fantastic. And there's going to be so much more. There's going to be so much more. Like I said, you can drop in and out of the podcast lounge as much as you want. The podcast lounge is a, is to act as a complement to everything else that's going on at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So you can do a bit of shopping, drop in in the podcast lounge, put your feet up for a moment, have a chat, go to your workshop, come back, have, have do the podcast meet up, put your feet up, have a knit, show us your purchases, off you go again. That's what we're there for. Uh, we're going to be in the Baron, which I think I can say that now, which is the breakout area which is where you'll find us. And I really can't wait to see you there. You can probably hear how much I'm smiling. I've just, this has been the most pleasurable thing I have done and spent time on. It's been the the nicest use of my time uh, when I've been working on it. I've just enjoyed every second. It's been a bit of an eye-opener as well, let's just say. And I'm really so grateful to Joe and Mika for the opportunity and I think I met I think I described myself as I've been quite, I've been a bit busy but it's been a wonderfully controlled and a happy kind of busy <laughs> um I really don't know what I'm gonna do once it's all over <laughs> I haven't even really thought of what I'm gonna purchase yet I'm just really looking forward to meeting people and catching up with people and seeing people for the first time it's really going to be a very special event. Now that I've talked uh, a lot about my part in the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, let me now hand over to Mika, who recorded this earlier on, to tell us 
a bit more about what what you might expect from the Edinburgh Yarn Festival next week. There's some new information in there that you won't have heard yet. There's some so listen in and try not to squeal quite as loudly as I did. Over to Mika for your Edinburgh Yarn Festival one week to go preview. Hello, this is Mika from the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Joe's busy with one of the five million tasks we just have to complete until next Saturday, but don't worry about it, we deal with it. It's just over a week to go and we are honestly so excited to be hosting you all at in Edinburgh and it's going to be literally the biggest yarn fibre event Scotland's ever seen. Uh, we hope you're all joining us for a great weekend, whether you booked a class or just come for the shopping and socialising, meeting friends. Uh, it will be worth your journey, we promise. On Saturday, there's a photo booth to enjoy. It's going to be lots of fun. It's, it's going to be there all day for free. You can take your friends, take some pics. Enjoy the cafe. There are going to be multiple outlets for uh, hot drinks. There will be cake and all sorts of things. Sandwiches, the usual stuff. Sunday, we'll have a whole host of book signings. That's actually something that hasn't been released yet. Uh, there are going to be a couple of those teachers who don't have a stall. They will be signing and selling books. So it's going to be exciting because if you have missed a spot in one of the workshops, you can meet these people then and buy a book, get it signed, or simply just swing by and say hello. So there will the, the list will be released uh, in a couple of days, I reckon, and then you can have a look. So that's going to happen predominantly on Sunday. So Sunday is still going to be a very exciting day to be at the Yarn Festival. We have knitting machine demos uh, on both days, but in spe- uh, specifically on Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon but one of our local knitwear designers is actually showing you how that old knitting machine you've seen in the attic lying around how that thing actually works and what fabulous things you can produce with it so watch out for that and then we're going to have a photo studio set up it's just going to be a little variation on the photo booth we have for Saturday it's just sort of a little pop-up portrait studio and you can get a new uh, profile picture taken for your Ravelry page or Facebook or just for your own personal pleasure. So what's going to happen is uh, we've got a couple of really nice photographers coming and they'll be taking your picture if you want to. Bring your knits, bring your, you know, your latest hat, your favourite shawl or whatever. It's a whip or just all the yarn you bought. I mean, bring your stash Flash your stash in front of the camera. Let us know what you bought and get a picture taken. All the images will be uploaded to a gallery and you can then go in there and download and do whatever you like with it. So that's going to be an awful lot of fun. That's going to happen on Sunday. A couple of stallholders will actually launch new products and yarns. So Eden Cottage is coming with a really exciting range. I think they're only doing two shows this year. So we are so honoured that they're coming to us and to launch something new as well. So it's going to be fantastic. Then we have Yarn and Dyed Knits, also new venture. They're just launching a new uh, line of kits and yarns. And you might be familiar with uh, Yarn Undyed for the range of undyed yarns. I got into yarn dyeing when I when I met these guys at Woolfest a few years ago. And it's fantastic quality, great company. They're going to be launching a completely new line of products 
very exciting. So don't miss that. Definitely worth uh, a look. But just uh, so you don't miss anything, we will be releasing an online brochure. It's no print. It's just online. It's free for everybody. It's going to have some great content some great uh, insights and how people, what they do here locally and all in the in the UK as well. We picked a couple of really interesting people to tell us a little bit about what makes them tick, what they do. It's going to be a free pattern it and obviously the list of vendors and a layout. Layouts will be hard copy, just single sheets available at the ticket desk as well. So don't worry if you don't want to download that that, that brochure, but it's you you'll miss it. You'll miss out if you don't do it. And uh, then, of course, there's a fantastic podcast lounge. I haven't even, you know, there are so many things. I bet I forgot another 10 things. Should have written a list, shouldn't I? <laughs> so anyway, Louise is putting on this fantastic program for the podcast lounge. And she has done such a fabulous job. And we are so looking forward to having her in one of the main breakout areas. Very prominent area. Join her and all her podcast buddies and pop in and have have a look out for the program. We'll be publishing that shortly as well. And then I guess lastly, there's our evening party. We haven't really talked very much since the launch of the tickets. They've just been quietly selling, so there's still a few left. But we're going to write a little bit more about it because there's going to be an absolutely awesome pub quiz which is going to be hosted by Nitsonic, obviously, and Isolde and a couple of other people. Um, the entire A-list knitwear designer community we have invited is going to be there. So if you want to rub shoulders with some of those great designers uh, that you've bought books and patterns from, come along. And yeah, it's going to be an absolutely fantastic fun night. There are going to be some cracking door prizes we have a very, very famous German yarn dyer, who you all know, but I can't name her. You can guess. She's going to come along with her husband. Uh, we've invited her and she's also going to bring a really cool door prize. So if you fancy some of this elusive, rare as hen's teeth, sought after yarn dyed stuff, you've got a chance to get your hands on it. And the, uh, speaking of elusive and you know, famous and German. I'm German, <laughs> not quite elusive, but Rare's Hen's Teeth Yarn Pony is going to make an exclusive appearance at the party in shape of some skeins. So uh, when I stopped dyeing about a year ago, yarn dyeing that is, <laughs> I've held back a nice little stash of beautiful skeins, yarn pony skeins. And the first prize, basically, of the winning team is going to be two skeins of yarn pony yarn each. So the teams can be up to 10 people strong on the, on the pub quiz. Basically, it goes by table. And whichever team wins, everybody individually is going to get a prize. And that's going to be the first prize. is going to be two skeins of yarn pony and a project bag. The second prize is going to be a fantastic sheep mug designed by our friend Ingrid Nielsen, who's also hosting the uh, pop-up gallery with the sheep art. Oh my God, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's there as well. She's there two days. She has spent the last, I think, nine months curating a fabulous uh, collection of 
art relating to she and wool and she's been working with other artists and her stuff's absolutely stunning we're delighted that she's there anyway second prize pop quiz every winner on the on this for the second prize team will get a mark with uh the sheep motif on it different ones you can fight over which who wants what and uh, the third prize is just going to be a, a few stitch markers each for whoever comes third so yeah that's going to be an awful lot of fun plus the draw prizes there's going to be an awful lot of uh goody love yarn love flying around so yeah i mean that's pretty much that from us we really hope to see you you don't know what you're missing if you're not coming so yeah see you there bye how exciting is that demos prizes 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 photo booths portraiture I bet you didn't expect any of that. And actually, free photo booths and free portraiture, that's un- unheard of. Absolutely unbelievable. My face is sore from smiling. <laughs> now, you guys who can't come to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, I am sorry. But believe me, I know that the podcasters who are going are really going to go out of their way to, to, to try and bring a bit of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival back on their shows for you to enjoy. If you can't go, you can use your Blacker Yarns Knit British 2015 15% off checkout code so that you can at least join in with the yarn buying and yarn appreciation. Thank you so much for putting up with weeks and weeks and months and months of podcast lounge spraffing and Edinburgh Yarn Festival excitement. You are the bloody best. Uh, You really, really are. And I've had such a lot of great feedback from you chaps. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining me today and listening to the show. I would have been due to do a show next week. That's not going to happen. It's fair to say that in order for me to do all the editing that I need to do and to bring you a bumper, and I'm sure it will be a bumper show, come back and see me around the end of the month. 27th, 28th, but I will let you know via social media when that when that episode will, will be coming out to you. Please come and speak to me at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Please come and say hello. Quite difficult sometimes to recognise people from Twitter avatars and Ravelry pictures, but please come up and tell me who you are and and um, I'll probably get it if, if you say your name or your, if, or if you tell me your Twitter name or your, or your Ravelry name. But until then, if I don't see you at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, until the next episode, take very good care, look after yourselves, go to Blacker, spend that 15% discount on lots of yarn, and I will see you very soon. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the Knit British Podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British and I'm on Ravelry as Lyra. You can listen to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher Radio and knitbritish.net. Bye.